And welcome back to, first of all, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, love, and culture. I am your host, Minji Chang, and I'm so excited to be here for episode five. I don't know why I'm trying to make a sound effect, but episode five of First of All is back, and I'm here with a really amazing special guest and a great friend of mine, Travis Atreo. <laughs> Hello. I jump right into it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, Travis is a musician, a singer-songwriter, um, entrepreneur, producer, and just overall brilliant creative mind. See, okay, you did the same exact thing I did to you. And I get how it's like so nice. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> Welcome to first of all. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. And and Travis, we've we've chatted before on podcast in podcast format, right? Um, but this is special. Like I've been on yours, yes, and I get to be on my little my little virtual living room corner of the universe. I love it. I mean, every time that we hang out, it's like we're having a podcast, even if Pretty it's much. recorded or not. Pretty much. Yeah. That's also like, it's a total breakdown. Re- record our conversation. Yeah, we should just record it. <laughs> this is great. So um, this week, you know, every week, for those of you who are new listeners, we have a feature topic, which myself and a guest go deep dive into and speak our thoughts on it. And then we go into the IMO segment that, in my opinion, where we take questions from our audience and whoever that guest is that week, we just share our advice. Cool. On said subject. So we're going to dive right into our feature topic of this week, which is we're going to get a little vulnerable here, which is why I invited Travis, because he's like, <laughs> again, he's an amazing musician. His music is my safe space, my oh. my little haven for when I need to cry a little bit. Um, but uh, the feature topic this week is heartbreak, how to deal with heartbreak. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so first of all. I have quite a bit of experience in this arena. I think a lot of people do, but um, personal info on me, I've, I've, I've had a long and winding road being in love and then being broken up with or out of love quite a bit. Like, if we look at the data... I have quite a track record. And um, Travis, you you know, I mean, I feel like the reason why I thought of you instantaneously is, A, your your EP is in my CD player oh, always. And, you. Um, you know, I feel like you always have a very profound and deep and simple way of reflecting on heartbreak. Mm. So... I mean, I've you you've you've got. I mean, I don't know how personal. I don't want to force you to like share all your life stories. No, it's totally fine. Yeah, no, we yeah, definitely. I mean, I I I've definitely been there, and I think that I, I think first of all, I love this topic, but I think that um, heartbreak is definitely seen. I mean, it's always seen as like like one of the worst things that you know, especially a young young adult can go through. Mm-hmm. Just anyone can go through, but it's really one of the best things that any of us can go through. I mean, you look through history, like some of the most defining moments in artist careers or in, hist- in, in like any time has always been the bounce back from heartbreak. Right. And, it, and not even, you know, uh, romantic heartbreak. I mean, literally like, you know, you mismanaged expectations of career choices or, or things like that. Right. And that's the funny thing. I feel like, and that's why I, I, I felt that we could go 
on for days about the kind the spectrum of heartbreak because I mean again I experienced it a lot with with family and mm-hmm. with friendships and in my career etc but the reason why I chose specifically romantic heartbreak and again we, we can you can come back anytime mm-hmm. and we'll talk about <laughs> all the different heartbreak topic two heartbreak central heartbreak <laughs> yeah. hotel because it's so relevant exactly right. what you're saying it's a, it's a really uncomfortable really painful experience and and ironically some of the most valuable growth that you go through um the reason why you know i'm just speaking on something that's really personal now but i recently broke up with somebody that i've been dating for not too long Mm -hmm. but it it had a really big impact on me bigger than i had expected than you expected yeah yeah so that's why it's just very true i'm just being like true to what i'm going through and what i feel like i can speak with the most passion with right now right Luckily, we're kind of reaching me on the upswing of everything. There you go. But it's been pretty shitty. It's been hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's never it never is easy. Yeah. No. You know. I mean, it's it's interesting because I mean I I do I try to just I'm a big believer in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that the 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 reason we have heartbreak is because because especially in relationships because that isn't that like the mortality of a relationship is exactly why it's so like addicting and why we need it and it's so exciting precious and valuable yeah Yeah. it's you know it's just like life it's like we know like the mortality of life it makes everything mean more right and and it's funny because we like you know i've been there too where i'm like i'm not even you know no more relationships nothing like i'm not going to put my heart on the line but then you know you find yourself doing it again and it's because of this human need of of this you know being vulnerable being accepted being being loved you know yeah and and you know sometimes but that is that's the whole thing the precipice of of relationships is putting your heart on the line because it could get broken right but the beauty, though, I think, is in those moments. I mean, I don't, I really, there's that, this song, God Bless the Broken Road. <laughs> Rascal Flats. Rascal Flats. Oh my God, gonna it's, cry. <laughs> it's like, it's my go-to wedding song. Yes. <laughs> it's funny, I was, I'm doing a wedding in September and I met with the couple and they're like, no country. And I'm like, but also I'm Rascal gonna, <laughs> but, then, but then it's funny, they're also like, but just go ahead and sing whatever you want. I'm like, I want to put that one in there. Okay. But because it's literally one of the most, my one of my favorite songs and it's just, the lyrics are, you know, every, uh, I'm totally losing every, words. Every long, every long last dream, dream led me to where, where you are. are. Others who broke my heart, they were just northern, northern stars. stars. Pointing me on my way into your loving arms. That, that, that whole thing, like, so I, I don't believe that, first of all, I do believe that if the the more heartbreak you do experience, the stronger you get. See, and that's a funny thing. So again, back to the track record. You know, I I can I've actually gone through a lot of changes as a person regarding what I get, what I'm kind of open about to the public. Obviously, mm-hmm. with social media and everything, right? Um, I get. I didn't realize that I've gotten more private about who I'm dating and things like that, and even like introducing guys that I'm dating to friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. You, and Travis, okay. I don't know who's listening to this. Don't care. Um, but I, Travis knows the last like really major breakup that I went through, which is actually yeah. a few years ago. And that was the last like major relationship that I had. And since then, it's just been dating, which is a new frontier for me. Right. But I feel like all of those, I agree with you that it all teaches you and makes you stronger. But at the same time, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So like the funny thing is when I reached this breakup, I felt kind of bad for 
No, I don't. <laughs> At the time, I felt a little bit bad, but I realized that like my heart had kind of just been through the ringer so many times. Yeah. That it's it's a different kind of pain because I know I'm going to get through it. It's not yeah. like, oh, I'm never going to get over this pain. But it's like, again, mm. again, right. really? And it, that's what gets harder to bounce back from. Even though I think right. people are very resilient. And once you meet somebody who kind of like lights up your entire world, you you ironically forget about all that other stuff. But right. during the process, it's super just it drains you. And it's right. a different pain than when you've gone through it the first time, mm-hmm. which is incredibly painful mm-hmm. versus the like 80th. Right. That's not literally my number, but it feels like, you know, the, like really, again, Right. I know I'm going to have to just deal with the pain. I know I'm going to obsess over you. I know I'm probably going to stalk you on yep. on social media for a while. I'm yeah. going to question every single like and uh-huh. and comment, which is like why social media is the devil right now. <clears throat> right. Um, for me, it's I'm going to write many, many songs yep. about you, <laughs> mostly about how much I hate you. Because when whenever a relationship for me ends, like I, I don't – I maybe – I don't know what this means of me, but I just, I cannot even see that. I can't even, I have to literally go blank. You know, I, I have to do that. I ha- I, well, that's, I have to force myself to, I have yeah. to like, like delete my Instagram app, not my account, yeah. just delete my, the app the so, app that so I don't see it. Yeah. I have to like really protect myself because I've just learned over the years about, about what I do. And, and I know that I, I'll eventually hurt myself just by looking at things and stuff like that. So right. I do have to like kind of just, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a really shitty right. feeling. It's the thing that, like, again, when you spend a significant amount of time with somebody, you you grow attachment. You grow, you know, their, their little intricacies. You know their right. habits. You know their, like, daily routines. And you're like, oh, this is the time when so-and-so would text me good morning. Right. And well, it's like you're building something right, together, you know? Right. And so even if you're, like, super emotionally invested in it or not, mm-hmm. that it's still puts its hooks in you. I guess that's like the metaphor right now. Because it's still time spent with that person, growing with that person. Even if it's like short or it's it's not long-winded, you're still building things meaningful. But I mean, at the same time, I, I think that like... I, I mean, I'm a firm believer that like everything does happen for a reason and, and these people do come into our lives for, sure. for a very specific reason. For I mean, sure. I, I have never been, I have never not learned more about myself Exactly. You know, than than through the relationships that I've been in. And, and it's, yeah, you learn. And it's funny, too. It's like, I feel like you don't really learn. I mean, you do learn some of the things that you, you like, but you learn about the stuff that you, you don't like about a person. For sure. You know? Which is so important. Yeah. You know, you find what like clicks with you. And for me, after breakups, like I do go... I've shared multiple times how I can I like fundamentally cannot suppress my emotions. Like mm-hmm. that's who I am. Yeah. And some and honestly that's a distinction in like say a heterosexual relationship how men and women differ because there's literally that meme of the girl like you know at, right after the breakup and then 6 months later like beginning she's crying and the beginning he's like I'm free like it's right. fine I don't care right. I don't give a shit yeah. and then 6 months later she's like let it go and then yeah. he's like crying totally <laughs> but like I've noticed that too with uh just how people process that I mean I just I think I don't know I I think that that analogy is a great it's a great lesson that women I really do believe women are way stronger than men <laughs> and I think I think it's just because I I think that's an accurate representation because women are stronger in the in the long run. Maybe sure something immediate might be tough, but their resilience to go through fire and go through hell 
is way more than a man's. I feel like a man is. I don't like that. No, no, no. But <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, I know. But I know. I'm just I saying, like, that. like, just be, like the things with my mom, like, shout out to my mom and dad. But we went yeah. through some, some things, you know, like, really, like, some bad things when we were, when I was growing up. And, and it was just, it was funny. It was crazy to see the emotional resilience that my mom had through the craziest times. Yeah. More so than my dad. My dad was supposed to be this Marine, this, you know, and I was like, dad, you're so strong in other ways, but not, you know, that's, that's what I think is like a funny, funny thing that I'm recognizing in my dating history. I date really like, not all, but like I tend to attract like really tough guys (laughs) who are really everybody, everybody. Okay. First of all, y'all aren't fooling anybody. Maybe it's because my dad's like right, the right. super. I get you know. I'm learning a lot about myself. Like, am I dating my father? Uh-huh, but uh-huh. like, really tough exterior, very like sometimes bro tendencies, or right. very like macho. But on the inside, are all, all just very soft and sensitive, like the rest yeah. of humankind. Mm-hmm. And they have a hard time dealing with those feelings. And so, right. you know, like recognizing even that pattern has a big been a big deal for me mm. to like to see why because it would frustrate the shit out of me i'd be like why do i attract emotionally unavailable men or like well to go back to to what you said though it's it is funny though because we do kind of date like you know women will kind of look for a personality profile like their dad and then subconsciously subconsciously and then and then me too like i've i I, you know it's funny to like ali and my mom are like the same person it's so it's (laughs) it's it's crazy and I mean, but it all, it all, you know, you break it down psychologically and it's because like those were our first impressions of love when we grew up and that's what we know. But, and maybe, and I mean, I don't know, it's funny, we'll always kind of come back around to that. But I mean, I do believe that there are people that there's, there's always there. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to say just because I'm older now. It's like, is there one person that, you know, is there? I mean, I think that someone eventually does come along that you just completely like click with. And, and I know the other thing too, I've realized is that, you know, when you're too similar, it's like, it's, yeah, that's like toxic. Yeah. You know, cause then yeah. there's these layers of envy and, and resentment. I dated stuff. somebody that was really similar to me and I realized like, Oh, I don't want someone just like me. Right. Well, because I think we what, need some balance. here. What was it? I think it was Oprah. I'm so extra. Oprah said the world <laughs> reflects yourself, yourself back to you. The world is a mirror. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like, I talk about this all the time, how there is this friend of mine, I will not name him, but growing up, I was like, I love this guy, but I, I, I hate him. Like, what's, what is it? And I started realizing, oh, it's because we're so similar. He does everything that I do. And, Let me just strangle you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's never good. But. Yeah. So, I mean, coming back to the original topic, like all this introspection, everything that I can reflect to you and like share with you about dating history and my tendencies with even like I was a total serial monogamous. Like I literally was not able to be alone with myself for a while. Mm. That that was freshest in my pain when I was like right. post breakup. Like, right. okay. What am I going to do? You pay attention to your behavior. Am I going to shut everything out or mm-hmm. am I going to jump on the dating app and be like, okay, where's the next one? Right. I don't want to feel this anymore. Yeah. Like those are all real things to reflect on. I'm not saying one is wrong or right. Cause again, mm-hmm. like you're saying, I think you learn from every experience. <clears throat> um, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. And, and seriously, like, especially after, after a breakup, you just need, it's like, Especially, you know, people, people like you, Minji, people like me, it's like we, we, you know, we're not like, we know, you know, we we know how we're feeling and everything. But sometimes we just like, I feel like you and I are not to toot our own horns, but we're pretty responsible. And, and sometimes we just don't want to be, we just want to be like, I just, 
like screw everything. Yeah, I hate everything. Yeah, uh, you you need this time to kind of like sulk. You need to feel. This is why for for musicians like myself, I mean, it's it's hard, but it is like the it's like really precious time when you are so affected by something to really create because mm-hmm. that's when like you're really the most vulnerable. Brene Brown, you know Brene Brown. Yes. I love You're her. You're the second person to bring up to her in the last like three days. Dude, she is incredible. Brene Brown talks about, she's, love she's, her. it's, it's amazing. She's like, she's a psychologist. Um, and she, she's written a bunch of books, but her main thing is about vulnerability and shame and about how being vulnerable, my life. <laughs> yeah. Being vulnerable really teaches you who you are and, and you just learn some, I mean, there's, it's, it's way more than that, but, but these vulnerable, vulnerable moments are so precious in a weird way. If you think about it again, all perspective, these moments where you do feel heartbreak are they're like seasons, like they will not last forever. Even right. if you wanted to grip it and you held on, you said, I want to hold on to this heartbreak sadness forever. Yeah. You really can't. Yeah. You literally cannot. So like I, I mean, I think in these moments of introspection, when you are feeling these ways, it is a very good thing to think and feel mm-hmm. because sometimes we go through life being numb to so many things. And no offense, and this is not a judgment, this is observation from my life, is that for a lot of men, it's not encouraged. Like that's literally the imbalance that I think is causing a lot of other, right. a lot of chaos right now outside of just heartbreak, but that, that, uh, avoidance or that, mm-hmm. that running away from like pain and from shame and from being vulnerable. Yeah. I'm saying women do it too, but like, I think there's an imbalance where men are really discouraged from like sitting in their emotions. Right. And again, there's, there's a, it's a fine line. You want to do it in a healthy way, which is why mm-hmm. I turn to music and I mm-hmm. write and that might sound really cliche and hippie, but it helps me get through my day. Right. Because I do have a lot of responsibilities. I have to show up for work. Mm-hmm. I need a, I can't get fired. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, just drop everything because I'm going through a really shitty time. But finding that balance of like taking space for yourself to just deal because yeah. you got to deal with it. You it, have to. It ain't going anywhere. You try to pretend like it's not there. It's going to rear its ugly head, mm-hmm. you know. Tenfold. Yeah later maybe when you're married and like all of a sudden you're like i never resolved things with my first girlfriend or right, the girl right. that i lost virginity to whatever yeah you know it, it all it all sits in you until i think you figure it out and you deal with it yeah but that's really hard that's the hard part that's the hard part but that's the growing part you mm-hmm. know like that's the thing i feel like the analogy is like that's when like the sun is blazing on the plant you know yeah and you're really getting fed these nutrients like that is the moment that that you can decide whether you want to take this shitty situation and grow from it or just like sweep it under the rug and right. and, and and consciously tell yourself i'm not going to grow from this and and I want to take that moment. And the thing is, I, I love I, I love all this. And I hope whoever's listening, young or old, is taking something really good away from this. Yes. But and you're not alone. Yeah, you're this. Okay, that's what I want to point out. I feel like Travis and I are coming from a place of love, obviously, and we're coming from a place of experience. Because <laughs> let me tell you, just to be vulnerable for a second, like I've really, I feel like, again, for learning lessons for experiential reasons. But I really like I fucked up a lot. In terms of like turning to vices or mm-hmm. um, becoming really bitter mm-hmm. and becoming really like not being able to see my, like honestly, even with the last big breakup, it's taken me three years for me to like seriously see myself objectively. <clears throat> I think I was seeing wow. everything from my point of view where I was really hurt and I was really I was, you know, 
to be clear, like I was the one who ended it, but it was a huge loss for me too. It wasn't yeah. something like enjoyable. It wasn't, I cared about this person. It just wasn't working out at that time. Right. So like, but it's taken me a long ass time to like be clear about what actually happened, where I held responsibility, where things were not my fault, <clears throat> mm-hmm. why I liked, why I stand by my decision at that time or why I regret certain things. Like mm-hmm. it's taken me a really long time. So Again, I think for people who who are in my position that might feel like it's taking a really long time yeah. to deal with heart, a certain heartbreak, because I think that heartbreak impacts us in different levels. Yeah, some people don't make as big of an impact in our lives as others. This right, is the That's reality. True. Um, do you have one that like ever that kind of just <clears throat> knocked you on your ass a little harder than the rest? Yeah, I mean, like. I mean, they all suck, you know, <laughs> because I, I do equate like, you know, like the end of a relationship is almost as morbid, but it's kind of like a death, you know, mm-hmm. like, because like then like, it, cause it was living and thriving and then it was like over. Um, and I've been on both sides, you know, where I've had my heart broken and then, and then I had to be the bearer of bad news, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and had to like really fess up and, and be like, this is just not working. Um, I mean, yeah, like my, my, I, I dated a girl for five years. I mean, we were really young. Um, and, and it was, I mean, really I kind of what happened. It was like at the end of it, we were just, we were both completely growing in two different directions and being two different people. And, and we didn't want to admit it, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. each other. And because we knew what that would mean, but it would just, it was just more of an addicting thing like we're just addicted to each other and, and we're just comfortable you know, with each other comfortable and yeah. all that stuff and but safe uh, right and safe but i mean you know we were like in our early 20s and and i mean i think that relationships and knowing yourself are like they're so integral and i, I mean at that time you know i felt like i was so young in my mind that i just didn't even know who i was and all that stuff but i mean it doesn't you don't have to just go through that in your 20s i feel like what I'm trying to say is like your own identity and the way that you see yourself and the confidence you have in yourself is such a huge player in the person that you can offer and be someone else. And I was not ready at all. But the, the funny thing about it is I would never admit that back then. You know, I thought, I thought, you know, she was the one that screwed up and did all these things and I was blaming, 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 but you can blame all, you know, your problems on everyone else as much as you want. But much of the time at least for me it's like that's just me shielding myself from hurt and pain right and it was hard you know it was tough and like there were things that happened but i don't blame her at all for for what happened like you know so i mean and then i ended up writing a bunch of songs and it was great you know and i just move thank on you, and, travis and thank you <laughs> yeah exactly and but but again it's like Which the same thing me <laughs> it's the same thing as like it's it's just funny because in the moment you're like I hate everything I hate this person you know yeah. screw them but then you you really kind of or I can't do better than them or I like what did I do or like right. what does this mean like what am I supposed to do from here on out right but like man like I can't tell you enough and this isn't I'm not trying to waver too far from this topic but a lot of it is just is really our own the it's it's a lot of it is really the way that we see ourselves and the, the way that in, in our own identity, mm-hmm. because you put too much identity in someone else. Yeah. Th- you'll, you'll always be, it'll be their life. It won't be your life. Right. But if you work on, and this is exactly kind of what we're, I guess we're going is loving, having enough self love for yourself that you are, cause you are the curator of your own destiny. You create your future and you become the person that you want to be. 
it's that's just it right you can blame everything else but if you are unhappy with yourself you will never be happy with someone else completely so you have to spend this time this is exactly why heartbreak is so integral to our lives is because these are the teaching moments that teach us who we are yep and and we need to and i think like for me and and what i've just been able you know what i'm thankful for with this vehicle of music is it's really helped teach me who i am and what i can offer someone right you know and i think uh, yeah i mean 100 percent everything you said and i think that um embracing vulnerability mm-hmm. has been the funny thing is i i kind of mistook myself because i'm so emotional mm-hmm. that i'm vulnerable those are different things Just right like, i have a lot of feelings but it doesn't mean that um wow i trust others with it wow and i don't think that um I've trusted myself and I don't think I've loved myself mm-hmm. very much to the extent that I've placed it upon others and then get resentful about why right. things don't work out, et cetera. So I completely agree with what you say. And um, we're actually going to go into our IMO segment in a second um, while we wrap this up. But I just appreciate you, Travis, because going there is it, it is a very hard process. And um, if anybody got anything out of this particular feature topic is that it's a very universal shared topic. It's a lot, it's a very personal thing and a very universal thing, but not one that everyone can talk about openly because mm-hmm. it's so personal and because it affects us maybe more than we ever care to admit. Right. How much it breaks our hearts to right. have lost somebody or something or, you know, a relationship that, that dies. Um, but, but please take solace in that this is like your growth moment and that this is your moment to transform. You know, whether in a big or small way, that's up to you and and God and the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I ultimately want to leave people with is that the process is there for a reason. It's to strengthen you and to make you wiser. And the next time that anything comes around, you'll have like such a bigger, clear set of eyes to see yourself and the other person. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it'll be a different experience that will build you up further. So mm-hmm. hearts and hugs to everybody. Um, and thank you, Travis, for of course. your eloquence in this very important topic that's so near and dear to my heart. And we'll be talking a lot more about um, this. I think this is very intro uh, overview. But going into our IMO segment, to, in my opinion, uh, we actually have another question from Patty Lynn, who I love. Um, and she has a question about how to practice self-love. How do you practice self-love, which is perfect mm. in its timing it's and application to this topic. Yeah. And um, Travis, why don't you start off with like, how do you practice self-love? So, I mean, that, this whole thing, I mean, it, it's, been, it's been a journey for me because I just didn't really know what that meant. Self-love, self-love, that sounds, can sound weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself. Yeah. Um, Justin Bieber's I mean, yeah, like self-love, I mean, yeah, especially going, coming off of heartbreak. I mean, this is exactly what you need to do. After something, you know, like this happens, I feel like us, we, we give so much of our time and everything to so many other things, work, uh, school, uh, family, all that stuff. But, oh, this is actually what I want to say. My, I remember after, after that relationship, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my best friend came to me and he said, he said, you are too giving. And he didn't mean that in a good way. He was like, <laughs> you're an idiot. He's like, you're way, he's like, literally you, you sacrifice so many great moments with like, even your family yeah. to give to this person that yeah. is not seeing the same he was like you need to and i love it because shout out to jd he he was like you need to be selfish yes 
And again, it sounds weird, but no, you need to be selfish and really take care of yourself because no one else is going to do it. Yeah. So like this whole thing of practicing self-love, you need to like, you need to go exercise. You need to, you need to do these things. Feel good in your body. Right. Because it's so important. And that's Mm -hmm. something I didn't think about before. Like you need to cut out all these bad things that like physically will make you feel ill a lot of times people think oh i'm depressed but no you just feel shitty because you are hungover (laughs) you know what i mean like like don't get it twisted those are two different things yeah check yourself yeah but but it's more of just self-love is in investing we spend so much time investing in other people invest in yourself yeah spend the time spend the money spend you know it doesn't have to be anything crazy but like spend time on on making yourself better right and this goes back to the same thing again like if you it's, it's related to even the last episode which was with christine chen about burning out mm. and those they're very integrated because again it's the that foundational concept of if you are not well you cannot be of service to other you're not Amen. good for other people and again life is a balance of self and others right and and having fulfillment and so for me self-love um, still dealing with it. I'm in my 30s and I'm still dealing with the fact that I'm still really hard on myself. The self-talk in my head has been very, very critical. It still is. It's gotten a lot better. But even trying to practice that in either meditation or consciously like looking in the mirror and mm-hmm. trying to talk to yourself the way you would talk to a friend, mm-hmm. to anybody else, literally anyone else besides you, you'd be 10 times nicer. Yeah. And a lot of times that uh, self-talk because what you think is what you become. That's kind of the fundamentals of law of attraction and, you know, what you want to be, what you want from others, you should be yourself. Mm-hmm. You want someone to be kind to you, be kind person. Right. And that's hard because sometimes we're, we're, we're programmed or we're, we're habitually <clears throat> self-criticizing and I am, you know, I raise my hand to admit like I am exhibit A of that. It's oh, really... Yeah bad and for a long time i actually really prided myself of like how critical i was (laughs) because i felt like it equated to like oh i'm really analytical and observant so if like you wanted me to say why xyz is great or what i think it could be better i could tell you very clearly right but the shitty thing is i'd go back around and apply that to myself yeah and usually it'd be more negative than positive so if that's my inner mentality if that's my inner conversation happening in my mind which I had to go through breakups and all sorts of work stress and whatever to really conclude mm-hmm. and recognize how bad I am towards myself mm-hmm. um, and sharing it with another person. When I told somebody like, this is how I, they're like, they asked me, they're like, well, what do you think? Like when this happened, <laughs> I think of yeah, how dumb I am, how I wasted my time, <clears throat> how I wasn't nice enough. I like, of course yeah. on every level level. So my advice with like practicing self-love, start with that inner dialogue. Mm. Yeah. However you can. Right. Whether that's like writing, like you write through your music. Yeah. Just for other people's like journaling. Right. Like you find out a lot when you write stuff down. Yeah, you really do. I mean, yeah, writing down that inner dialogue, like like figuring out these 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 points of what like why do I feel this way? Why do I why do I react this way? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the the reasons yeah, like these these things we tear ourselves down is, you know, maybe we're taught or conditioned a certain way, but it's up to us to change that. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's self-love. It's funny. Brene Brown, she actually said, she said, shame says to you, who do you think you are? You know? Mm. And I think that's a big thing, especially even culturally for Asian Americans. Like we are taught that what the nails, what the Japanese proverb, it's like the nail that sticks out gets hammered down. Oh, you know, like so don't, don't ever, stick out. Yeah, like that's what we're like taught, and like the person, you know, you, we never want to be that cocky person or anything. So we're super critical on ourselves. We're super like 
you know, like this, but accommodating. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, self-love is like, it's like giving yourself enough credit for, for allowing yourself to grow. Yeah. Like we don't have all the answers yet, but, but we can all learn and we're growing every single day. I think even right. Okay. Well, I was prompted very recently to write myself a letter and it was to two versions of myself, the the future me Mm -hmm. and then to the little me, the little me is what wrecked me. Little me, what's that? Like my younger self. Oh, yes. It was to recognize, like, it was just this whole process. Um, I'm working with a life coach, but, and, and he Good. was asking me all these very deep questions, and it prompted me to reflect on, like, what were the big moments in my life where I felt the most rejection or I felt abandoned? And that's a, that's a really deep dive. And I'm not saying everybody's like, wherever you're at in terms of being ready to address those kinds of things. Yeah. If it could be something as simple as journaling, going to therapy. Yes, I was about to say that too. Like writing it down. Like yeah. therapy, life coaches, mentors, any any sort of of thing that where people can pour into you and you can leave, like that is the big. That's one of the biggest indicators of loving yourself and taking care of yourself. Yeah, like, like we all need it. Like we 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 can't just live up this facade thinking that we're. Like that's another Brene Brown. That's why I love her is because she is a therapist Mm -hmm. and she openly talks about how she calls her therapist all the time. Yeah. Like even on off hours, she's like, my daughter did this and she's freaking out. And like, and so that's like, there's no excuse. Like we all need help. We, you know, that's that's a problem of mine. I'm not good at asking for help. So my life coach like, you need to contact me more. He's like, I talked to you and you go blank for Mm -hmm. a week. And then I talk to you the next week and I'm like, well, that's what I'm, he's like, no, I'm supposed to be your support. Like reach out. He's literally right. challenging me because I don't do that. I'm like, no, I got to figure it out by myself. And <laughs> if I can't, then shame on me. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> right, right, right. And so, yeah, it's, I'm adjusting. It's, it's a lot and it's, it's uh, unraveling. It's unpackaging a lot. But if you're working on that self-love, I say, go easy on yourself. Yeah. Um, show yourself compassion. And that might be really, really hard. Like it sounds very like, oh, just be nice to yourself. For some people, that's really really yeah, difficult yeah. Um, to actually genuinely authentically practice right? because we might be worse at it than we realize. And um, just, you know, find your people, whether that's a professional mm-hmm. or a friend or your music outlet. We talked, I've talked about Linkin Park and I've talked about, you know, mm-hmm. like every musician in my life has served a really important purpose, even like the party song and then like mm-hmm. the breakup song and, you know, um, find your outlet. Th- those are all things that I think you can do to take care of yourself. And that's the practice of self-love yeah. in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah. Invest, just really invest in yourself. Yeah. Take the time and physic. like you said, work out too does wonders. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's one well. thing. Yeah. Eating well. And like, once you really start physically feeling better about yourself, it's amazing. And it's not even like about having abs or anything. No, just about, which don't hurt, <laughs> which don't hurt. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that should be the caveat, like just feeling better, yeah. you know, physically. Sleeping was a big deal for me. Ah. Like when I actually got a full night's uh, sleep, I really highly recommend Epsom salts for high strung people who are stressed out. Like, oh my God. Changed my life. Okay. I need to ask But you when that. I slept, I slept eight hours and I woke up, I was like, this is what it feels like to be rested. Mm-hmm. And once you have what you haven't had, you're like, oh. Right. So all these different things, physically, mentally, spiritually, take care of yourself. What do you do exercise-wise? Oh, I'm a, I'm a total meathead gym nut. And I, so for me, that's a big priority to do it I, hopefully every day, at least a walk or mm-hmm. a jog. But um, I do high-intensity interval training. I love weights. Hit. I love circuits. Um. Yeah, I love try, try, uh, trying, like, uh, I'm trying to get into weights a little bit more. They still scare me. <laughs> but I do, like, deadlifts and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, what? There yeah. you go. Nice. You know, nice. you know. What are you? 
Yeah, I, yeah, just gym time and like running next a mix to Kanye. Between, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I try to. I try. I, I'll do like half an hour of like uh, of weights, and then and then another half hour of like cardio, and and then yeah, try to like I list, try to listen to my Apple Watch as much as I can by standing and breathing. I love the Apple Watch. I don't breathe enough. This is not a sponsored ad. Yeah, this is not. <laughs> but we should get sponsored. <laughs> we should get sponsored. But I don't breathe enough. Yeah, I've noticed. Like, mm. Once you start paying attention, I was like, I'm not. I didn't breathe for a while. I just kind of like held my breath. Right. Or when I'm stressed out at my computer, like you're not. I'll like all of a sudden let out a breath and be like, I was holding my breath. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So changing your physical state does a lot. Mm-hmm. That was it for IMO. Thank you, Travis. Of course. Um, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Like, this flies. Anytime. We have so many more things to I'm share. I'm such an emotional person. I love to share. I know all the emo <laughs> things. And this is, you know, again, hopefully a really good therapeutic um, half hour for our listeners. Yeah. And so this is just our, our regular call to action at the end of, first of all, if you felt compelled by the content of this podcast, um, this topic, I, I, I ask that you share it with somebody that you think it could help. Um, you know, we're all friends with a lot of different people, have other people in our lives who who might need a hug, a mm. virtual podcast hug. Mm. So please um, share that, of course. And if you'd like to, uh, follow First of All Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can send in any questions that you have for the IMO segment. And um, also you can email firstofallpod at gmail.com. If you are compelled to support uh, this channel so that it can grow and we can get nice microphones and all the things and hopefully get some equipment to do some some fun live streaming, etc., please uh, go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast and you can become a patron there for some special tidbits that only patrons get. Uh, but otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you so much to my producer, Marvin Yue, for being... Woo. Just the king of all things audio and and keeping this podcast afloat. Uh, so much love to him. And thank you to Travis for being my guest and also oh. for being the featured music. Um, <laughs> this is a song that means so much. It's called Set Free. It's uh, I feel so silly saying it, but apparently <laughs> I was partially in- inspiring Travis to write yes. it. Um, but I hope that you'll check out his music. And Travis, actually, real quick, where can we follow you to get more of your stuff? You can, uh, you can go to travisatreo.com. That's T-R-A-V-I-S-A-T-R-E-O. And all my social, everything uh, is found there. Yeah. And if you're going through a hard time, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it will it will, it will will help uh, give you all the feels, oh, like helpful so. feels. Um, and yeah, that'll do it for this week's First of All. And we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye, guys. <laughs>